1: Welcome to Pod Mavericks Presents Group Therapy. It's about 25 minutes after Josh and I just did our recap show. I hope you are back in here and willing to talk a little bit of Mavericks with me. Those of you know that Al's Mavericks fell to the Miami Heat again. Well, I guess the Mavericks beat them earlier this season, but now they're four games under 500. Uh 37 and 41. They lost to the Miami Heat 129 to 1 22. For anybody that is new to the show or would like to participate in the YouTube uh, pinned comments, I went and shared the joinable link, uh, which all you need to do is click into that. It will bring you to a waiting room where you could come and hang out with me. Uh, I will bring you up on stage and we will talk a little bit about what that game was what we think it means, and uh, what we want to do with our time instead of watching the stinking Dallas Mavericks. Um, That was just... I don't know. I had fun watching the game uh, because the Mavericks were pretty wild offensively, but... It just never really felt like they were in it. And and Josh, you know, Bo, my, my, my partner, kept telling me, Oh, you know, I, I think they're in it. I think they're gonna find a way. I I think that something is going to happen. Uh and I just never, never felt that way. Never felt that way. Um, okay, I have someone waiting. So we're just gonna get right to it. Uh be sure to spread the word to anybody that you know that might want to participate in this. We had a great time last game, but I do understand if uh if if folks don't necessarily want to to talk about this one and just want to move on because frankly the Dallas Mavericks play again against the Atlanta Hawks in a few hours all right coming up first is my friend Sam Sam welcome to the show you are black screened at the moment but that's okay what's going on oh what's up yeah
2: I I, I can't turn my camera right now I'm kind of busy <laughs> um, but but uh, I'll be quick uh, first of all one two three Cancun let's yes just, let's just get that out the way now for all of us yes it's, the, the season's over um, they got to win four straight, and in God's name, I can't see that happening at this point. So it's over. Let's just get ready. You know, rest Luke. The if they play tomorrow, God bless them. If they don't play tomorrow, I don't care at this point. It was
1: like 44 and a half minutes.
2: Yeah, and he was great. And that's the sad part. He was great. Mm. And by the way, it was great. And Kyrie was good. But <laughs> it's just – it's and he wasn't complaining to the refs as much. So it's like he did everything he could possibly do. And like you said, it just felt like they weren't in the game the whole time. Yeah, it was even if they would get to like four or five. It's like they're just not going to get above the hump. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, and that's um that that's been the season. Like Christian Wood, I try to defend him, but bro, this dude is I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like I honestly, I honestly don't know at this point. We got four games left. Let's just write it out. Let's hope we can get a top pick. There's, like I said, there's other shit on TV. I mean, the women's final four last night, that was pretty good. How
1: incredible was that game? Somebody said to me, I think that's the best game I've seen in the American Airlines Center this year, and <laughs> it hurt me, but it was true. Oh, I, I definitely believe it. Kaelin Clark is that that woman, I guess you could say. so. She her, was... her play was board, like, she borders on offensive. She's so brutal.
2: She's fantastic. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. <sighs> and then, you know, they beat South Carolina. I didn't think that was going to happen, so that was wow.
1: Those and South Carolina ladies were incredible too. It's just I was kind of surprised they they didn't try to force the ball out of out of Caitlin's hands.
2: It was really something else. Yeah, it, it was incredible. That was a great game. And then today, you know, FAU was fixing to go to the national championship game, and then the <sighs> was a beat. I, I couldn't even imagine how I feel if I lost like that. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, great game there. And then you see the Mavericks, and it's just like just pain. Just pain. That's <laughs> just right it's just pain. Like this whole season has just been, I've said it with all the expectations. This is the worst me- the season in Mavis history. Yeah. Just all things considered. It's, it's the worst. And, um, I don't care anymore. Like I, at first I was mad, but I'm happy. I'm like, you know what? We deserve it. All the sins are coming to bite us in the ass finally. And, uh, yeah. One, two, three, Cancun. I'm going to go watch WrestleMania. You have a good go one. Oh, enjoy that WrestleMania. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably why we're going to get a,
1: a lesser crowd tonight, but I don't blame anyone. These next two nights, really. All right, be good. See you later, man. Okay, coming up next is my man, Ewan. And yeah, um, while we're all here, we've got about 50-something folks in the live stream. I have no idea what good numbers are. Uh, If you have not, please go hit the, uh, the subscribe button. Thing's very important to us. Uh, please go and leave comments and that sort of thing too. And I'm trying to answer everybody. I've already gotten some some messages about the show. Really appreciate that sort of thing. Uh, it's hard to do this whenever the team is stinky. But you know what? Uh, coming up next is my man Ewan. Oh, I'm glad to have. I'm glad that so many of my favorite regulars have ported over from uh, <laughs> <What's up? laughs> from Spotify Live. What's going on tonight, man? Chilling, man. How you feeling? How you feeling after that? I'm okay. I mean. You know, like this weekend for me, my wife has abandoned me to Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, and so I'm just kind of trying to survive and, and make it through, you know, that sort of deal. And so I wasn't really watching the game all that close. And then I look up and the Mavericks, they had been up eight and then they were down eight and I thought I was crazy. So I go and check the game log. They had given up 16 points in three minutes in the first quarter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. After that, Tim Hardaway three in the first quarter, I'm like, Ooh, we got a nice little lead going, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that game. Cause Tim always plays good in Miami, you know, it pops home. So he, he loves playing there. He, he looked good like, tonight. Look, just too. like, just just like you did. I checked back. I'm like, wait, it's like 30 to 20 something. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell happened in the last three minutes? It's just it was a blur. <laughs> just That's a right. Blur. And I don't know, just watching this game, you see Kyrie, Luca tim like tim showed up like you know all tim shortcomings with you know giving his best on defense and stuff he got hot man you know what i'm saying yep. he he got hot and he's legit one of the best teammates that that's been on maverick since he's been there you know whatever yep. we have you know but he's just he's a fighter he's gonna battle with you You know what i'm saying so he could i got no problem with him you know you know i got no problem with him and he You know, he draws charges. Even though he's not great defensively, he's putting his body on the line and he's doing something else to impact the game the best he can on the defensive end. You know what I'm saying? So that's good from him. But it's just seeing the role players, seeing Luca play 44 minutes, Kyrie 40-something minutes, Tim 40-something minutes, and the role players that clearly see that they're not going to be getting that much shots. They're not going to be getting that much looks. Yeah. And... They're not exerting that much energy on offense. To be that bad on defense still is just it's mind-boggling to me. It's like, you're not putting no effort on the offense. You're not giving no offensive energy. So you should have more energy to be better on defense, box out better, die for a loose ball. It's just, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't
1: It really don't hurts to get beat by a
3: Zeller in the year 2023. A Zeller. And he was on his couch like two months ago. Like, yeah. It's like if you want a career game and you're a no-name player or someone that's like on the way out, it's like play our bigs. Play our mm-hmm. team. It's like you will get – you know what I'm saying? You will get it. Like earlier today I had joined the 77 Spaces pregame show. Mm-hmm. And like how it's been all year, it's like we play a great defensive possession, we don't secure the rebound, <laughs> and then the team just scores right after. It's just – it happened again tonight. It's like it's a constant thing every game.
1: Yeah. And Oh, Yeah.
3: Uh well. What else are we thinking? Lastly, I don't know. We 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 got to be cursed somehow, some way. I don't know what. Maybe have been treating Dirk so bad. You know, I always want to say shout out to Dirk because that's that's my that's my favorite player of all time. And you know him getting inducted to the Hall of Fame with all his ops is kind of funny to me. <laughs> Real? I mean, it's it's kind of uncomfortable.
1: Like we're gonna talk about that more over the summer, but it's one of these things where I almost feel bad for him because. He doesn't like Dwayne Wade, nor yeah, should he. But yeah, the he fact shouldn't. that they keep getting put together in social situations means he can't be an asshole.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a bad thing about it. And lastly, it's like you said that possession that Christian would play some great defense on Tyler Hero. He mm. blocked the shot, he got it back, and he made a shot after. I'm like, that's been happening to us all year. I'm like, yeah, we are cursed. It's just, I'm just ready for the season. Like, I always wanted us to be in the playoffs for that experience. You never know what could happen. But at this point, it's like I always want us to win, but at this point, it's just like get the season over with, like, just wash it all, clean it, cleanse, do us clean I'm looking forward family. to talking about
1: something else. Like, that's <laughs> that's the the real perk about potentially having a draft pick. Even so, I'm pretty sure they don't do the draft lottery till the conference finals. Right. So we would roughly have three and a half weeks to wish cast into the universe about players and hopes and dreams and coin flips and all sorts of other stuff. So it, it's I, I'm just looking I'm looking forward to that as an opportunity because we don't really get a lot of draft picks in Dallas we can never talk about and you know if you're going to miss the playoffs you at least have a pick I mean we had a great time last year in the playoffs we really really did but yeah. I don't look for you know they just they can't win enough games in a row yeah. and that's well, where it's like oh well it, they would have to win four out and then they would have to win two playing games it's like guys will we only beat no like that they can't do that like they can't yeah. do it it's not possible
3: and what was crazy is that I feel like OKC might still be losing games. So it's like as it might still be a chance uh-huh. if OKC uh-huh. keep losing, you know, and we're gonna yep. still be dreading this another four games. It's like put us out of memory. The other team just win two games so we know for sure we're done, and then we don't have to be worrying about it no more. But it's like these teams keep losing, and it's like you still got a chance, you know, yeah. A shot, so. It's painful. Well, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out. All right, man. We will see how a trade look tomorrow.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. There's 13 games tomorrow, so by the time tomorrow night, we should have a much clearer like situation of what's going to be, what's you know, what the the last final few stretch looks like. So, thanks for hanging out. All right, man. Thank you. All right, before I go to the next person, I want to because uh, Ewan brought reminded me of, and you know, like retelling your own joke is some lame nonsense, but I cannot help myself because this tickled me when I, I was like waiting in line at Chipotle, and I decided to make this um 2022-23 Dallas Mavericks season flex tape is Dirk Nowitzki stuff just like that one um and then shout out to our man uh Nick Angstad who caught this on the uh on the the feed from Harp uh it's uh, hopefully I won't get like a copyright infringement for this but this was too damn funny i i had to i had to bring this up I'll turn your audio up cuz i'm not sure how loud it is here but this one just tickled me to pieces so Thank you for for this, Nick. So we're going to listen carefully.
4: Tyler Hero, a moment ago, hit a three. Here's a pull-up by Kyrie Irving. It's a
2: nice penetrating thrust to the middle. (laughs) uh, All right. Sorry about that. Had to absolutely
1: do that one. It killed me. A couple of people have noted that as much as we like Tim, Tim doesn't hit clutch time shots. No one on the team hits clutch time shots if you actually go look at their three point shooting percentage. It is painful. Okay, coming up next is my man Chris. Chris, welcome back to the show. What's going hey, on?
5: Not that, <laughs> that Derek Harper thing. At this juncture, nice penetrating thrust. I cannot oh believe God. he said that. I was That's not crazy. really so, listening. Uh, it's great. This sums up the math season right here. Just take cold and flu. Just take your medicine. Damn, mm. uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, just it's me just keep losing. I I uh, saw a new website tankathon.com and yeah, right now
1: Have you not gone to Tankathon? Is that new for you? Never. You're going to live there. It is win. like Tankathon is crack cocaine when you're losing. You cannot help but go visit it. You're just going to you're going to check it multiple times a day from here on yes, out.
5: Yeah. Especially tomorrow there's so many uh, games tomorrow like you said. Second out of a back-to-back I'm like, I don't really – I'm so torn. And I was like, if I root for them to win, I think they're going to lose. If I root for them to lose, I think they're going to win. Like Sure. I, and now OKC, they got a somewhat tough schedule. I I don't know. I think we kind of do too besides the Spurs, obviously. Uh, but really, like like you said, if we win two games, I mean, oh, God, I don't know, man. I just – I don't want to be in that 11 spot, man. I, I just – even right now, we would still have a 19% chance of getting the 11th spot. Yeah. So
1: no, I mean, that like the flattening of the odds is really it's a good thing. Um yeah. it really is. It's upsetting, but it's a good thing for the NBA. But that's where it's just you got to give yourself the best possible odds. Winning these games, but they're they're still trying to win. That's what's very evident. They just can't. So it's like I don't really feel bad talking about this stuff because they're unable to win.
5: Yeah, it's honestly. And one of the reasons why I wait, uh, hate watching all-star games is the piss-poor defense. But those teams play more defense than the, the Mavericks right now. The, mm-hmm. This is horrible. Every single position. And we were good as far as offense. What, 61% from two-point. Uh, they were 41%. cooking. It was nuts. Most of that was
1: Luka from two-point range. But, yes. And we get
5: one offensive rebound. I mean, it's just – yeah, I know that the the Heat had like 12 more free throws. But, good God, we were – doing great on offense, like field goal wise, but we still lose by seven. That's right. This is Yeah. Like I watched that after dark episode already. And like Josh said, this, this, this just stinks. This, this team sucks. This team I got to
1: tell stinks. you, it's amazing being in a live chat with Josh during the game because, and Josh's now I love all of our Mavs guys. I'll just tell you guys this. And Cato might attest to this. Had the, had the, the dice rolled a little differently several years ago. Kato and Bo might have switched places. Josh okay. is an incredible basketball mind, really able to like like this when he's analyzing basketball. And during our live shows or live shows, during the game, as we're all talking to each other for Mav stuff, he'll sit there and say, This is what's gonna happen. And he's usually right. But these last 10 games, they just keep like getting this close, and then they'll collapse. And that's what tonight's game was. I mean, that that um when Tim got elbowed in the face by uh kevin love and he hit the two free throws he's like this is going to be a five point possession because luke is going to drill a three and he nearly did and it's just like the game was very very close And, and and there's so many of those this year you know what i think 52 clutch games at this point had five of those gone differently we're just talking about a different set of things you know
5: and we we know probably 20 off top of our head that it's like this game oh i remember that one like and we lose by two or one point it's this has been the absolute most frustrating season. We're going to just keep talking about it until this, I just want us to be put out of our misery. Honestly, I feel like tonight we were in the playoffs and we were down. Oh, three. And we're down 20 points in the fourth quarter. It just felt like the season's already over. Yeah. And now we, we still got four games. I just, I don't even want to root against my team, man, but this, this just, I, I don't want... think
1: you were, you're not rooting against them. I still root for good, entertaining basketball. And I, I'm, I've yet to really say, even on, twitter where i normally shoot my mouth off i don't think tanky i just i don't see them trying to lose you know lucas still
6: um uh,
5: tr- not trying to tank, but putting themselves in position to have a roster well the roster but the lineups out there not even playing mcgee not saying he would
1: but this has been part. kids mo the whole year yeah. Part of why we're here is he plays bad lineups. He doesn't know what works.
5: Yeah, you know, kid, they're spiting the Knicks so much for like, getting Brunson, and now we're just like, well, we're gonna keep your draft pick. Now, uh, <laughs> I just hope it works in our favor. I don't know any of these these draft prospects coming up, but David, if we get a solid player, that might kind of like heal some of the wounds of losing Brunson. Sure. Uh, last question: um, Who are some players that we are like absolutely tied to? I'm not gonna. Google, like, contracts, like, I guess Maxi Kleber maybe, players that have to be on the Mavs next year.
1: like Oh, Maxi's one. Like we,
5: we can absolutely move on from and not really uh, affect us too much. I'm... That's a great question. I mean, Theo Pinson, yeah, you know, you can cut him. And he keeps costing Yeah, us. he got a tech today. Like, yeah, you know, Theo! I like... forgot he was on the team, and I'm like, of course, Come on. yeah. Okay, you're on the team still. You got a technical foul. That's... Ugh. But yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how many players? How many roster spots do you think we'll probably have open in the summertime? Ooh, players see, that they could just move on from and fit, fix this problem we have on defense and rebounding.
1: Man, they're gonna have to do such a roster overhaul. I'm hopeful that we see the biggest roster overhaul since
5: Luca got there. That's, please, that's sort please of- anything. I'll take G League players. I'll, anything, just get, just get some players that can freaking defend, man. If we and like you said, I, I think Kyrie stays too. Just the money's too. What is the difference between like that extra year? Is it like $35 thirty-five million, forty? Million? Oh, it's
1: it's it's a year, and then it's like the
5: base salary increases. Okay. And with him not being on that night, uh, are you still there? Whoops! Not
1: take
7: okay. worried I'm, I'm about the Kyrie you. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a oh, okay. Brief internet with him, connection. Uh, That's not you. Nike
5: deal. I mean, the money has mm-hmm. to be. In, I mean, you assume, right? I mean, you don't know what's going through Kyrie's mind, but you assume that the money has to be you want to recuperate it somewhat getting that extra year. So, and playing in Texas, no state income tax, but we always keep thinking these things and then players leave and all, but God, I hope he stays. So
1: I do too, man. I do too. Well, That's thanks for I hanging have.
2: out, man.
5: Yeah. Appreciate it.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
8: This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you.
1: um all right so we got three folks waiting currently um doe in the chat asks how do you join so we'll just go over that again in the pinned comments and youtube there's a link that brings you into a waiting room uh you can hang out in there until i call and bring you up on stage similar to spotify live though you're you, you might not be staring at anything interesting um coming up next is joe uh welcome to the show joe we we might only have an audio only connection but that's just fine what's going on
9: Hey, good evening, man. Great show, as always. Thank you. You know, the Mavericks, can you hear me okay?
1: I can. You sound great.
9: Oh, thank you. The Mavericks, you know, it's kind of a tired story. So in light of Dirk going into Hall of Fame, I want to bring up some things about Dirk and, and really just express to people what he really came through. Because, you know, getting over the heartache of the 2006 finals with Avery Johnson, losing to Miami Heat when they had a 2-0 lead, calling the ill-fated timeout in Game 5 in between free throws that, I don't know if people remember, yep. pretty much shot their chance of trying to you know, shoot a three to tie the game. And then to, to, to suffer that, and then to suffer what happened 2007, to basically completely... Run ramshod through the entire NBA, winning, I believe, 68 games that year, and then to meet your basic your um, Kryptonite mm-hmm. and the Golden State Warriors, who are coached by the coach who drafted you and knew you up and down and knew what made you tick, yep. and to lose that and to and to be and to not only that but to be voted MVP and to be out of the playoffs. When he was voted, I, I don't think that's happened before. Either. No, that was the Sense first one. That press conference that was
1: that press conference hurt because he's just like sitting there. In I a room. mean, yeah.
9: I mean, who comes back from that? And then to see what happened, and what happened in 2011 when they beat and see Portland was a really tough team. Uh, Portland, they were no pushovers, and, and the series was tied two two. And people don't realize in Game Four of that series. They had a really big lead in Portland, and they let it get away, and they let the they let Portland tie the the series two two. That was a everybody rating. thought that, that well, anybody that's old rating. enough remembers
1: that. Like that was a horror show of a of a of a it game. It
9: was it was. And to come back from that and to basically and Dirk said there's no way in the game he had in game 5 that people remember where he refused their team to lose and then they they closed out in game 6 in Portland. Then to play LA who I don't know if people remember earlier uh before the playoffs they got they got destroyed by LA on TNT to, I mean Lakers were just high fiving, they beat them by like 25, 30 points, or whatever. And to actually go in there and to win the first game, to win the second game, and to basically sweep the, you know, the defend the two time defending champions. And and people realized that when they did that, that's when the Mavericks really believed because they thought LA was the best team. Yeah. Even with some of the stuff they were going through. And they when they swept the LA, that really gave them confidence. And then, of course, they played OKC, and that's when Jeff Gundy made the the famous thing that uh, Sir Shabaka was was guarding Dirk, and he said, "I'm going to name my firstborn Dirk mm. because of what Dirk did to him the first game in that series." When he, I, I think one. he scored fifty. That was incredible. Forty-eight points on fifteen culmin... shots. Right, and it culminates with Game Two of the Finals when basically Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are like doing a rocky thing after being up I think by 15 points like around 8 or 9 minutes in the fourth quarter doing it in front of the bench when the Mavericks see that and for what for what they did to come back in that game mm-hmm. and to win that game and to split the series if they don't win that game they they don't win the series yeah. because people don't realize that they lost game 3 and they were yeah. they were down 2-1 and they had to fight to tie it and then fight to win game five, game 5 Yeah. And then and then close out in game six. And you know, so funny is that um Dwayne Casey did such a great job on LeBron. I mean, LeBron even admits it. He said he completely took him out of the series, that ever since that he has destroyed, like he destroyed the Raptors every time he played them. And there was something personal against Dwayne Casey. And and when people say when people say that LeBron was not feared, I guarantee you the fucking Raptors and Dwayne Casey. They yes. did not want to see LeBron in the playoffs because LeBron got his revenge every fucking year they played.
1: There's an argument to be made that, um there's an argument to be made that De- DeMar DeRozan's playoff stats are so bad simply because he had to deal with LeBron every year.
9: <laughs> Remember the ridiculous shot he made where he was like, on the right side. And he was like, his body was contorted and he just threw a shot right off the backboard with like one or two seconds to win the game. Yep. When one of the games on the road, I mean, he just demoralized that team. And then with, with Jason Terry, when Jason Terry was on the Celtics, remember he made that famous dunk yep. and he kind of stood right over Jason Terry.
7: <laughs> uh, so I mean, that's
9: just...
1: One of the, one of the most incredible dunks in NBA history.
9: So. Oh Yeah. So so it it just I I mean to, and that's why like people talk about the best series the best finals run you cannot say that it wasn't the Mavericks because they had to beat the two time defending team they had to beat a team that had um you know James Harden KD I mean if I, I went through
1: four once in future MVPs.
9: Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and then a the team that, that later won two finals in a row. So you cannot say, and, and that was Dirk's Kobe moment. I swear Dirk played the 2011, especially the finals like Kobe. Yep. And I, I think he learned a lot from just seeing what Kobe did. Cause Kobe always killed the Mavericks. you know? yep. And he said, this time I'm going to do it to other teams. And I just, he's such a great guy. And yeah. you know, All it just can happen stuff. to a better better person.
1: We're gonna have a great time this summer. It's gonna be very much um there's some tweet that popped over the last several it was like earlier last year where it was like guys guys can sit around and talk about old sports players forever. There might be a lot of that come come this summer. So so we will be doing this again and again, and I hope people understand because talking about Dirk is great, though there's the you know, uh it's it's yeah. very uh Dirk gave us such highs that these lows really suck. Oh, like right
9: God. Now. Yeah, well. that's so true, man.
1: Well, Joe, thank you for joining us.
9: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I had a good time.
1: Have a good night. All right, good. Hope you come back. Talk soon. All right. Uh, we got a lot of people waiting. This is great. Um, up next, we're gonna go to my man brandon Then we got Jonathan, Doe, and Derek. So I will get to everyone because that is what this show does until we're popular enough to where I can't actually do this forever. Uh, we're going to hang out with everybody is w- that is willing to hang out with us. So let's go to Brandom, my man joining me from Spotify Live, another transition. Thanks for hanging out. What's up, man?
10: Man, I'm, I'm well, Kirk. This is a lot easier for me to, to click on and, and not mess it up. So, man, congratulations it's easier. for coming okay. on YouTube. You this is fun.
1: Yeah, no, but I just I didn't want to PF people to see my face. Like, I, I I've had to, like, shave more regularly and, like, comb my hair and make sure my – Like, this is, you know – when there's i've i have a face for radio so this makes this really difficult so what's going
10: on yeah man i left a comment in the in the message earlier when when you uh uh, after a thousand subscribers you'll get a chance to get monetized eventually yeah Yeah. we got to get a whole bunch of
1: hours but yeah not immediately yeah
10: Yeah, man uh but you know i kind of wonder uh you know, thinking back to the older teams, uh, you know, if I would have somebody like maybe Finley or, or Sean Marion, if I would have one of those guys or maybe Stackhouse present, because, you know, maybe the younger generation don't know how important, you know, Finley, Stackhouse, and, and Sean Marion were to their history, because a lot of those teams were terrible. And, you know, pre-Jason Terry, they were kind of the, the players that, you know, that you know the Mavericks depended on whenever they couldn't get you know a lot of scoring out of out of you know a lot more out of Dirk you know the way that they milked Luca they could not just milk Dirk like that but you know they had those guys in there and I would say out of those three or maybe I, I don't know I could be wrong but I would say that probably the most integral player that Dirk probably had was Sean Marion because for a while he was you know he was clutch so much to uh what Dallas needed. And um he's had a lot of good good teammates but uh, as far as you know, kind of you know, consistency on a year in a year out basis to what Dallas needed, you know, in a rotational or positional player, it seemed like Marion probably the most central player.
1: I agree with this. And Marion, when he got part, he was part of the last like four team mega trade that felt nuts. If you were like 2008, Twitter existed, but nobody was on it then. Uh, was it 2008? Right. Yeah, it really was. And Marion was the really guy who I faith. thought, other than Bruce Bowen, I thought Marion guarded Dirk the best. And so to get the guy that was sort of Dirk's kryptonite, I felt was really important. And he was an Iron Man for the Mavericks. I love Sean Marion. What I really love about Sean Marion is how testy he gets about the 2011 title team where he still thinks they're disrespected. It's my favorite.
10: Man, he, that dude, now, just think, now think about it, he was an Iron Man. He kind of... You know, uh, and for a while, Stack, at the end of his time with the Mavericks, he was a little hurt, but for a while, Stack was, you know, rolling in games too. But, yeah, but Stackhouse, Finley, you know, Sean Marion, those guys, you know, they were, you know, hard-nosed players that, you know, I'm pretty sure you heard the stories about Stackhouse, but even on the court, they were hard-nosed players. And, man, you know, I would I would say next to Pippen and, and, you know, I don't know, maybe Pippen and maybe Kawhi, I can't think of a mid-range J, Maybe LeBron that's better than Sean Marion's because, I mean, his mid-range game was just like it was ice. It was ice water. It was something that it was on repeat every time.
1: It was weird. All sorts of weird shots.
10: It, it so. was very weird. It was very weird. But I mean, I, and to me, I think you know, once Dirk kind of looks back at his at his time in the NBA, you know, along with the the legacy of, of playing with Dallas, but just you know, um, Dallas being so competitive throughout that time. I mean, the West was really tough and San Antonio kind of, you know, the Lakers kind of dominated, but, you know, consistently with Rick, I think it was 10 years in a row. You know, I don't, I don't think those other teams outside of San Antonio can honestly say that they went ten into the playoffs 10 years in a row. Uh, they were getting bounced. And a lot of those were kind of fluky because the West was kind of on a decline, but that's, there's still an accolade that I don't think a lot of teams can really, you know, uh, say as a milestone. So I don't know. But I'm interested to hear, you know, kind of if Dirk kind of, you know, goes all in like Jordan did during his, his Hall of Fame speech. He's probably more calm than that, but I'd be interested to see what he would say.
1: We're, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about Dirk this summer. Well, thank you for joining us, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Anything you disliked from the game <laughs> other than the well, loss?
10: That seventy-four points in the first half is kind of an anomaly, but man, just looking at just looking at how I don't know, just looking at how those dudes move—they're mm. they're tall and they move like '80s players. They're just left, right, front, and back. There's no athleticism, so I don't know. That's I don't know. Jimmy Butler saw that and he just like went to work on them. Yeah, I don't know. I would, an I, would, I would. game. I would take a defender over anything this draft if they do get a pick. I would, I would take a Rodman over anybody else because, man, they got scoring. They just need help. They definitely need help on the defense.
1: Well, hopefully we'll have a draft pick to talk about. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us, man. Thanks, Kurt. All right. Let's go next to my man, Jonathan, who's been waiting. Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, for waiting and hanging out with us. What's going on, my guy? Hello. Can you hear me? I can. That's a cool logo you have there
11: on your screen. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Wow, I just have a lot of things on my mind. Like, let's let's hear it. I'll mute myself. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm like on the younger side, I guess, on the of like Mavs fans. Like, I was pretty young when the Mavs won the championship, like nine or something. But this is probably the worst um years year of like Mavs basketball I've like ever seen. Like, I thought this Rick was yeah. This one. I mean, the other ones like we didn't have like expectations, like you know to like do stuff like I thought Rick was like bad but comparing him the kid right now like I just wish I have like Rick back here it's it's
1: really something um I'm gonna post a link in the chat from my friend uh Katie Heindel who wrote this article called the implosion of the Dallas Mavericks and she had the like it's one of the meanest things I've ever read about the team that was not intentional. It was not like hateful. It's just brutal. She said, she wrote this. I've got bad news for kid who all season has presented like the grasshopper in the ant and grass uh, grasshopper in the ant and grasshopper fable will wiling away his summer until winter arrived and unprepared freezes to death while the ants hunker down and feast the playoffs are here and you're not currently in them. And that just really spoke to me in the sense of Kid has played this whole season like they were going to get to the playoffs and be fine. And obviously they're not. It's no one died. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to get to use that for years. So, in that regard, I can't be mad about Kid.
11: Yeah. I don't know. I just want, I kind of like wondered what happened to AJ Lawson. Like, Mm. Did he just, like, disappear? Like, the one game, he was having a really good game, and then he got hurt at the end of the game and, like, never saw him again, basically. I mean, he's, like, his problem is he's so thin. I really like him. I
1: watched him in Summer mm-hmm. League. He's, like, 6'5 and, like, 185 pounds, and that's tough in the NBA. Um, but I still would have liked to have seen more of him from time to time.
11: I just want kid to, like, do something. Like, I know he's trying. I'm. I, I think he's trying, <laughs> but... <laughs> Hands just, in his pockets. Yeah, I don't know. I just hope we get. I hope we lose out and um, we get one B first pick. I mean, man, if we if if once once this,
1: I'm gonna be I'm gonna love talk. If if the Mavericks get in the draft, I'm going to love talking about possibilities right up until the lottery, because there's yeah. a lot of guys I'm very interested in. I love draft stuff, and I play some video games with guys who are like draft like that's just what they do and so i've heard about a number of these guys for years and i could talk myself i've talked myself into like seven different guys it's great
11: yeah i also like um how mark it was like talking about like he wasn't going to make the same mistake with like steve nash and with mm. jalen brunson the situation and he literally did the same as i i don't know i was i don't think i was like young when steve nash left so i don't know if it's the same situation but So the Steve Nash thing,
1: Steve was hitting 30. He had back problems and there was a pretty good justification for Cuban letting him walk. He turned himself into an MVP player after the fact, changed his diet, Mm -hmm. changed his life. Brunson, I don't think will obviously not be a two-time MVP. So there it's a different, but, but what he meant to the team, I, I just don't think we can, we can understate his impact.
11: Yeah, and I was was advocating like offering in the max because I felt like I saw him just like score forty something points in the playoffs and like carrying the team without Luca. Like that justifies like I would have paid him the max because the salary cap is going to go up a lot in the upcoming years. So like, yeah, I just felt like you just can't lose an asset like that. You absolutely can't.
1: That's what's that. As we get away from it, it's only going to look worse.
11: Yeah. You know, if Brunson. He walks for like without the max, like mm-hmm. so be it. But at least we tried. I mean, I never would have thought that he was worth the max, to be fair, but we don't
1: really make those choices. And it's not mm-hmm. on us. So if our opinion wasn't the same, it's like it, it's it's the Mavericks front office's job to to rate and, and and figure out these players. And they couldn't do it. And they don't ever seem to be able to do it. Sorry, you know, like Luka's a Luca's a gimme. I'm not giving anybody, you know, I'm glad they made the trade for him, obviously, but any, it's, it's like, I'm getting into these arguments with people about women, Yama, who are like worried about his injury history, yada, yada, yada. Okay. He's still a seven foot five guy who plays like KD. Can we, can we not, you know, let's not overthink this with Luca. Because Luca, like in 2018, Luca was killing people and he was 19, you know, 17, 18 years old. Like, it's not, I'm not going to give the Mavs a cookie for being, for doing the obvious thing. But it's it's they're, they're just such a frustrating team to follow.
11: Yeah. And they just like re-sign Maxi, and that contract is it doesn't look I good. Mean, it didn't look good then. It's like the man. I like Maxi. I'm a fan of his, but they rely on him too much. Yeah. And they're just going to keep on running him down like mm-hmm. and that's another 10 million dollars that we could have like signed like someone like Bruce Brown or like, well,
1: they're already so far over the cap like their yeah. books are a mess. Oh, it's yeah, incredible. So it's like, in that regard, I don't hate it. Maybe they'll be able to trade them for something, but I doubt
11: it. Yeah. And um, also, I just want to say, I love, like, actually seeing your face instead of, like, just listening on Spotify. It's just, like, more enjoyable for, like, um experiencing, like, the show and stuff.
1: Appreciate that. I've also been told that the audio is a heck of a lot better, so I'm glad in that regard that people are enjoying it more. Now all we got to do is get people to continue to, you know, like, leave comments, subscribe all that sort of stuff. And we'll eventually get to the point to where, cause I mean, I don't, you know, I don't understand this, but it really does seem like a lot of people will hop on YouTube and look for stuff like this. Cause I was just, this is inside baseball, but even with our small show, I'm seeing like 30% of our traffic being search people looking like coming across us via search. And that's interesting.
11: Yeah. People are like, always like people have a lot of free time sometimes. And they're just like, want to just listen to something or just, Mm-hmm. And if you just like search up like someone wants to listen like Mavs or anything, like Mavs talk, and they just see like, oh, I never seen these people before, and they like sure take a listen and you know.
1: Yeah. I think the barrier for entry for some people, once they were in Spotify, they liked it. But it's like getting someone to download an app. Uh there's different barriers for everybody, but I'm glad people are are at least giving it a try.
11: Yeah, YouTube's a like it's more discoverable. You get like you're gonna get like a new Comers like a lot of newcomers eventually it's just like a grind. yeah and no, i'm okay them. with that
1: yeah. like i'm gonna do this anyways i might as well be talking with people that i like you know
11: yeah well thank you for joining i
1: appreciate it jonathan
11: yeah my first time and i enjoyed it thank you thank you
1: outstanding we'll talk soon man hope you come back yeah thank you mm-hmm. all right coming up next then is my guy derek who is waiting derek thank you for uh for taking this long and and talking with
6: us what's up kirk how's it going it's good. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we got another Spotify live transfer. Thank Derek, Derek
6: taking the time to uh, to port over from our other show. So what's going on? Oh, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, first time to talk in a while. So <laughs> I usually have the kids up this time of night. So it's like, uh but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, I was saying in the chat earlier, you know, I wasn't ready to give up after the first Charlotte game. And I wasn't ready to give up after the second Charlotte game or, or even the Philly game. But tonight I'm ready to give up Kirk.
1: Okay. (laughs) I think it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to seed ground at this point.
6: Yeah. Like there's four games to go. I just don't see the point in trying to win these games just to get into the the 10th spot. I mean, it'd be, I, It would it.
1: be more embarrassing to make the, the play in and lose in the first round than not make it at all.
6: Yeah, exactly. So like, when do you think they'll just, you know, throw up the white flag and just say like, "We're." I don't think be- they will,
1: because I think they're trying to skirt the fine line because giving up is not something Luka Doncic is going to be happy with. Yeah. And I, I, nor should he be, frankly. Um, and that makes things a little bit hard to process sometimes. Um, it's it's very you, you, because you don't want to piss off Luca, you don't want to piss off Kyrie, so instead, this is just sort of this is what I had I had expected. Like this is natural. They're just yeah. losing.
6: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like you said. It's like you know, it, this is not like a tanking at all. It's like we're trying to win, and it's like it's not yeah. working out. So. Um, uh, but like the uh, even if um uh, you know <coughs> saying things think i mean, I hope if they do keep on trying to win and they lose, you know, obviously hopefully we keep our pick this year, you know, um, you know, I know you've uh I, this team has like so many holes to it, so it's like. Especially like, obviously like on defense, you know, like Bill Simmons, you know, a couple podcasts ago talked about just like how the center landscape has changed in the NBA, where you look at most teams and they have, you know, a pretty solid center that, that is on their team. And, you know, of course he wasn't, he didn't list one from our team because like, why would he, because we don't have one, but um I realized too, you know, like that's where kind of Porzingis kind of filled that role. And then once we traded him, you know, we kind of played this like um, offense, you know, really designed for Kleba to just kind of be a spread, you know, you know, three point shooting team. And, you know, where we we really just don't have a traditional center on the roster. And that's where. I guess McGee, the McGee signing really came into play and they were like, you know, this is going to work. And it obviously did it when he was like a third stringer on the Suns last year. Anyway, um, so I don't know like what your thoughts are on, you know, if if we do get this top 10 pick, you know, I almost think like, <clears throat> At that point, it is worth resigning Kyrie because sure. we did have the ammunition to kind of get better. If we don't get the top ten pick, does it make sense not to sign Kyrie? Um, to you know, I you know I know that won't make sense to Luca as far as like trying to win, but like what else do we? What avenue do we have to get better? You know, besides you know. I guess like there's some, you know, there's really no players in free agency that we have uh this no, year. they don't have
1: any they don't have any ability to sign anyone. Um yeah, yeah over the cap. So to answer your question as follows. I think I sort of wish free agency was before the draft, like the NFL. Yeah. Um yeah. That, that would make a lot of this easier. I think that what you do is you have two two courses. First you hope in the lottery that the Mavericks get their pick. If they get their pick and it's tenth, which is more, they're most likely to be, I think they would probably trade that pick for a player. I think if they bump into the top four, that is a completely different discussion that allows for a lot of things, because this is a talented draft. Um, if you were to get luck, because it's either top four, or number one, or stay where you are. Uh, if they were to get number one, you draft Victor Wembanyama, and you do not think about it. Like I I am going to have a great time arguing with people about this. But that's that. So you if if you stay 10th, which is let's just that's the most statistically likely outcome. You move a player, you resign Kyrie and you hope for the best. That's what you do cuz they would have to retool a lot of their roster.
6: So if that's the case <clears throat> and I don't know this like just looking back at trade history like you know, what What kind of player do you think we can get if we traded, our? you know, if it is, say, like, number 10?
1: It's a great question, and you I know? don't have a good answer, and here's why. That pick is valuable right up until you make it, mm. okay? So you're yeah. assuming so, what someone else wants at 10, all right? That's where it's hard, where it's, you just don't know what the appetite is. Is there a guy out there that... I don't know. Somebody wants to go from, you know, 17th to 10th to pick up. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you, you look at what, um the when, the when the Kings selected, what's the guy's name? He's out there playing with the Pacers right now. The Mavericks tried to trade up for him. I'm going to lose my mind. With, uh, oh, I, uh, I, I, Turner?
6: Or no? Uh, no,
1: the guard. Um,
6: oh, oh, um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Halliburton?
1: Halliburton. Halliburton's yeah. an example. You move heaven and earth for a guy that you think is the guy that's that's what i'm getting at so you gotcha. just really know that sort of thing but that's how the mavericks could improve quickly for next season
6: so am i out of so this is just like a because i'm just like you know out there right now is Embiid do you think is out of the question
1: no the... no that's a good one
6: okay i don't
1: okay i do think that Embiid is more likely to try to be like all right let's switch up and bring somebody here yeah but Embiid is a is is one of those guys because he just hasn't gotten it done. He's not, you know, he's he's never made it past the second round. Um that's 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 one that's a very interesting one.
6: And he's close to 30 and they you know, if Harden leaves this summer, yep. you know, like that's been floated out there. Mm-hmm. They they don't really have like their next first round pick I think is like 2024 at, in 2026 because of what they gave up for the, for the trades. So I don't know. That was somebody that I just thought of that was just like, Oh, you know, what a pipe dream with Kyrie and Embiid on this team, but you know, what else do we have left? You know, you know, after that is my well, and I
1: thing. think you'd probably have to like part with him for, mm. yeah. Yeah just for for that sort of thing. So Cowboy in the chat asks, what about Celtics players? I'm curious if one of the Celtics would want out if they fail this season. I think that like the most reasonable pipe dream player on the market is actually Jalen Brown, Mm. who did not get along with Kyrie when they were in Boston, but became friends kind of after the fact. And I, I, that's one I would keep my eye on.
6: Man, that'd that'd be awesome too. (laughs) I'd love Jalen Brown on this team. Uh, sure yeah that's uh man that's all i got i appreciate it kurt thanks thanks a lot for bringing me up
1: absolutely glad you joined us all right uh appreciate it we're gonna go to my man doe next who has uh jumped in and out a few times so i'm gonna let him skip the line
12: doe what's up hey kurt thanks for uh, having me on i appreciate you doing this a whole lot and uh sorry about that i'm just trying to move my way around the this new uh, format So the quick question, first one I have for you, jumping on the last uh, caller, if you were to keep the pick, what what position would you want to pick between a wing or a power forward or another guard? What do you think we need?
1: So I think everybody in the world would want the Mavericks to pick a big just because we keep getting waxed on the boards. But if you really go look at kind of the the players that are available in your top 10-ish range, like talent-wise, based off of what all these smart people think – uh the the closest big after Victor Weminyama is uh where is this guy? I, I is he fallen that far? Um and I just had him up on Jarris Walker, uh who's a, a, a freshman at Houston, um 6'8, 240 pounds, massive wingspan. He's like the kind of guy that that that's the only other big though. Everybody else is a wing. I mean, everybody. You go through it. My personal favorite because I've watched him since he was a freshman in high school is Anthony Black out of Arkansas. Um, he went to the same high school I did, so I just like took an interest. Everybody else is is different. Like, there's a guy that's on UConn right now, seven-two guy that looks really fun, but he's not somebody you would go pick that big like kyle flip i can't even say his name duke freshman who just looks like a duke freshman um he's one that's out there like there's all sorts of different guys and i'm not i'm not well versed enough to talk about it but like i would want a wing i would want the mavericks to go get a big off the market like the the defensive like wings are still the currency of the nba Uh, that's what i want so
12: yeah the brandon miller kid from alabama looks pretty good and uh, thompson twins and uh That kid from uh, Hendricks from UCF, I I kind of like him. I like him tall, lanky, you know, athletic. You know, because we don't have any athletic people on our team. I mean, Miller
1: would be Miller would be the perfect Maverick because he comes in with baggage and he's problematic. So that seems like the most (laughs) likely pick.
12: Yeah, him and Kyrie. Yeah, that'd be great. Him, Kyrie, kid.
4: (laughs)
1: You know, all of them. Do they get all? uh, How to? How to? How to? to, You know, never mind. I'm not going to finish the sentence that was in my head.
12: Yeah, yeah, they're very uh, <laughs> quotable. Let's just say. So. My other question is, uh, you know, I proposed this early in the year, if you don't remember, because I knew Kid was going to cost us a lot of close games. So, what and when? What will it take to fire Kid? I mean, what event do you think will happen? At, you know, him trying to usurp Nico.
1: Oh no, no! I just think they'll have a discussion after the season. I mean, Kid was brought in to do a thing. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, fine. But the way Luca has regressed has to be addressed. Now, when I say regressed, I don't want the Slovenians of the world to come and kill me. But he has he has behaved differently or worse. And I think a lot of that can be held on every other person involved with
12: the Mavericks. So so if, if you segue into that, I have another question. What would be the best way to improve the leadership of the team?
1: Did you listen to the last show I did? It was on Friday afternoon.
12: Uh, I remember faintly. I was listening. Okay, it so, in the background. So my,
1: Matt, my man, Matt Moore, and I talked about this. I don't see an NBA coach that could command his respect. And that's a problem. But I also don't see an NBA coach that really commands anybody's respect. Uh, Mike Brown has gotten away with what he has out in Sacramento because there's not really a true superstar on the team. The guys that make 35 to $50 million, how do you reach them? They have to want to be reached. And I think Luca is coachable. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when there's that big of a disparity between pay, it makes coaching a guy difficult because you're wondering if do I if I piss him off, am I gone? That's what car that's what happened to Carlisle. Carlisle decided pretty early he wasn't going to win. And so he kept his mouth shut. And, you know, part of why Luca wanted him gone was because Luca didn't like how he treated everybody else. It wasn't how he treated Luca, it was how he treated everyone else.
12: Mm-hmm interesting so you think uh Brunson had a lot to do with maybe calming Luca down and you know kind of being a buffer between him and the rest of the players I
1: think there's a lot to be said about the fact that they're friends and yeah anybody that you kind of grow up with for three years four years of your career you're going to be close to they signed off or like Luca signed off on Dorian Finney-Smith getting traded Luca was had like Luca was quoted and saying he's happy that Brunson got paid. I just, it's like the Mavericks made a, a value. And I can't remember who sent this to me, but somebody said this to me yesterday that Jalen Brunson is the perfect guard to attack 26 out of the 30 teams in the league. And then four teams, he can't get buckets on and go look at what he did against the Warriors. Go look at what, and it was just kind of, kind of, it was it wasn't a takedown of Brunson, but it was just like, you understand why the Mavericks decided not to go with him. I still think they should have, but it's what the Mavericks did to get in the situation and whether they made Luca unhappy or not is, is is just, it's hard to say. He wants to win, and it, that's understandable.
12: Or do you think he'll shake Luca up enough to realize that, you know, he's still very immature, especially toward the refs and those outbursts that he has? You know, I'm missing
1: the playoffs. I really yeah. do. I, I, I like you need a wake up call at some point in life. No Josh Bo wrote about this. No all time great has ever missed the playoffs this after you know in the in the prime of their career without injury.
12: Yeah, I'm rooting for them to tank. It's tough for me to do so, but I think it's better for the you know overall health of the team for the future, you know, because we're not going anywhere. Yeah.
1: Well, I understand that, but I just think instead of tanking, they're just not gonna win.
12: Yeah, especially <laughs> with uh, the roster we have and kid making the decisions and all these close games that we have, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again, Kurt. I really appreciate you uh, going to the trouble of setting up this new format. And- oh, that's
1: fun. I've been needing to do it. People have been telling me for a while. I just didn't want to try anything new. And I, I think all the old heads in here can appreciate that. All, all right, right, man. Thanks,
2: thanks so much. Bye. Good night.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to my man, Josh, and then Micah, and then we will be done. Josh, what's up, guy? Can you hear me? I can.
7: I'm not on Wi-Fi. Warning. I'm pretty good, then. Oh, cool. I'm walking the streets of Chicago um, dejectedly.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
7: No, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Uh, I just kind of uh am going to come in with a little bit of uh well, first off, uh, yeah, this this uh, interface is better. So good, good work, and that's cool that it worked out the way it worked out for the show. So congratulations!
1: Thank you very much. What
7: else are we thinking? Uh, basically, man, I'm I, I I hate to be the dude, but I'm all right being the dude with all the talk you know because because all the social media i'm sorry all the all the podcast media you know kind of has gone out of its way to be like oh this isn't kyrie's fault and it's true it's not kyrie's fault but to be honest with you it's an awful it was an awful trade because for sure. nothing to do with
1: him just for the fact that they gave up the things that made them work
7: like spencer dinwiddie i'm sorry but he gives you the same if not more and like you had said That's on spicy. multiple No, like you said on multiple podcasts, he's just longer. He's he was an
1: awful defender, though. Man, I got tired of watching. Like
7: Kyrie plays much better defense and tries harder. I don't know, man. You know when they get into the whole thing about because you know you listen to the you listen to all the broadcasts and when the broadcasts go national, they say ah, you know number one fourth quarter score. I've been watching him, man, and he will hit an amazing crowd-pleasing wow bucket and then he'll take another two that don't do it sure and and i just don't see it i don't what i see is people kind of you know part of my french but people kind of having like a basketball jerk-off session about him you know what i mean about him doing some some dope shit and you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of the obsession with n1 when n1 was like so dope and it's like oh the professor and it's like yeah i mean we watch white chocolate and i mean he was really exciting but he didn't really affect winning and i'm sorry but i feel similarly about him and and so you lose a guy who i feel was pretty much similar and then you lose your defensive angle.
1: Ooh, we might have lost our guy. Yep, we lost our guy. Okay, well, Josh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this. I like Kyrie. I do understand that people don't. I think Kyrie has had a pretty good honeymoon in Dallas. Um, after he got hurt in that Memphis game, he played. He didn't really play well for several games. Uh, but I I like Kyrie. And and I'm gonna I, uh, they traded for him, and I think it's important that they resign him. Okay. Last but not least, we got our man Micah, who's been waiting diligently. What's going on, Micah? What's
4: going on, Kirk? Can you hear me?
1: I can. Turn your phone sideways. We'll get the full view. Like oh, like,
4: like this? portrait oh. That's fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. It's good. What? There we go. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, it's just, these guys are good. They're just not good, Kirk. It's, <laughs> we we literally have, I would say, the best duo in the league while simultaneously having the worst core. Because sure. it's like, I started thinking about it. Like, if you look at the top 10 in both conferences, who outside of Luca and Kyrie is starting on any of those teams?
1: Like, not n- nobody. Not in a playoff setting.
8: Nobody.
4: I mean, Josh Green might start over P.J. Tucker. That's that's even iffy. Yeah. Like the version of Josh that we're seeing right now. Like, I would have done I, – I, I like the trade. But if what was reported is true and they were asking about Josh Green, I feel like you would have been better off just sending them Reggie and Josh and keeping Dorian. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's tough to
1: give up a guy on on, on his rookie contract is what I'll say.
4: It's tough, but it's just like, there's something about these Australians, kirk I don't know what. It is.
1: Well, Josh Green is like still learning how to play basketball. I mean, that's the difference between like him and Hardy. Is like Green is not a consistent player because he's never been really that good at basketball. He's been skilled and he's been athletic, but Hardy can come in and do things that Josh can't because jo- like Hardy's just played more basketball.
4: Yeah, that's true. And it's just, but I mean, like at the end of the day, and. I can't stand kid as a coach. I think we should go a different route, but at the same time, um, what trigger is he supposed to pull? Like, like I mean, if everybody in our front court is getting their faces melted off by Cody Zeller and the remains of <laughs> Kevin Love, like I mean, what? How, what does he do about that? So it's yeah. just. It's sad. It's like you like these guys have no shame. Like you're letting a guy making less than a million dollars a year and a guy that was a buyout bully you and make you look like little kids and there's nothing you can do about it. So well I mean they just I, need to re they, they need to rework 50% of
1: the roster. They won't be able to get off some guys, but they, they just they need something entirely new. And they started it by, by going and getting Kyrie. And I didn't think they'd be this bad, but I also thought they'd probably be a first-round exit.
4: Yeah. uh, But as response to the last caller um, talking about Spencer, he is aware that when Spencer was the primary desist Decision maker, we had the worst offense in the league, right? Is he aware yep. of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Num- number 30 in offense every second that Luke was on the bench. Yep, so I mean, it's it's great to <laughs> say this guy is that or that, and but they're just not. And, um, it's funny, it's has. I was talking about uh, one of my other guys that I follow and talk to a lot, uh, Chris at Hoop Spaces, and like, I'm like, man, people are gonna be on this app arguing about who should be getting minutes, Powell or C Wood, and I'm like, y'all do realize that's like telling Chris that French fries clear mashed potatoes.
1: Sure. Sure. He's gonna tell you, maybe,
4: but they're both terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, hear you. I mean, like see like I'm so dumb with C Wood. Like I feel like that was the that was a mistake. And it's just we keep on compounding these mistakes with tweeners. Like, um that has to be the worst one of the worst prototype prototypes in the league right now is pretty yeah. much betweeners and specialists that can't defend right
1: that's right well micah thank you for hanging out late
4: yeah no problem hey this is pretty cool thanks for
1: starting it up absolutely i'm glad you joined us as as always um okay so i'm gonna go to bed because i'm tired uh we'll be doing this again tomorrow night i'll schedule some shows at some point tomorrow when they'll go on um, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, they'll, you know, Josh and I did about a 20 minute show that should be in your feed. This will be the same thing and I'll probably have it up by around lunch tomorrow, but you know, these weekend shows, they don't really do near what we do, um, and during the week. So thanks so much for hanging out. If you're uh, still in here, please click uh, that like button, go ahead and subscribe. If you're listening on a podcast tell your friends pod maverick is where it's at we're growing or we're trying to uh eventually i'll be doing some live reads and things like that and you know if those of you are still wondering how you can help us it's it's frankly just spreading the word uh getting subscribers that sort of thing everybody hope you have a better sunday and we will talk soon go
9: maps